You realize up to this point in time, neither of us have driven a G-Wagon. You're right. That's why we decided to pull this one. The G-Wagon has existed since 1979. That's a long time. It is a long time. It was originally built as a military vehicle and bought worldwide. It had diesels and low-power engines. And then in 1983, a G-Wagon won the Paris to Dakar rally. And so it proved its bona fides as Mm -hmm. the world's premier off-road vehicle. This is a truck. This is just a down-and-dirty truck. (laughs) It's kind of like a weird combination between what the U.S. made for the Hummer H1 and what we've done forever as a Wrangler. It's kind of like that kind of thinking. It's a heavy-duty, rough-and-tumble, military off-road truck. Jeep with a star. Kind of. That's what it is. Yeah. Until. (laughs) Until. People started buying them and not taking them off-road, and they became a status symbol, and they became a luxury item. And then over the years, over time, they really became a status symbol. But now, this is the truck that I want. And I was fully prepared to get into this truck and trash it and clown it and associate it with all the celebrities and Hollywood types and lawyers and bankers and the people. The the assumptions that you have about people who own and drive G-Wagons. Sure. And that is they don't really understand them. They don't take care of them. They don't don't appreciate what they have. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. (laughs) See, I don't. I didn't I'm think totally that about wrong. the owners, but I didn't think that it but was there was there, bought there, for the right reasons. There's always well with any expensive toy, you think, well, you're just spending your money on just something. It's, it's expensive, and why is it expensive? It's just a Mercedes, and it's gussied up with leather and nav and tech. And, now I am with you. you know, I'm with you. you. Just, yes, you just wasted your money. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. This is the truck to have. I can't believe oh, how much I want one. Not only crazy. do I like it, I want one desperately. That's so crazy to me. The click, the okay. shut of the door, takes you back to the beginning of the automobile. You feel the history of cars with every door slam in the G-Wagon. Porsche 911s aren't as good as the door slam in the G-Wagon. Well, the 911 is is heralded for the ping that happens after the door closes, ping. which I also don't care about. But yes, this this door, as soon as I closed it, I was like, Paul's going to love this. You feel engineering, you feel yeah. history, you're connected to cars again. You hear a latch. With every door slam. But it's really not just the door slam. It's how it drives. Mm. And this feels tippy. You're sitting way yes, up tall. it really does. But as soon as you turn in, you discover it's not tippy. There's a solidity about it that you weren't yeah. expecting, which is... <clears throat> weird because very few SUVs there's a good initial turn in uh-huh. and the side bolster grabs yep. you here and locks you down that's the party trick is that the side bolster goes no no you're not falling over I got you every single time you have this feeling now this solidity this comfort and you know that you're driving something truly special I'm amazed with the G-Wagon. I never thought I'd like it this much I never thought you'd like it this much but okay I'm shocked what a great truck and the fact that it looks like it does just means it's a classic in your wardrobe because it's got the old school style sure. combined with modern technology. It will never go out of style. And for Mercedes to claim that it's stronger than time, I thought it was just marketing. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> they are right. They know exactly what they have. They know exactly how to market it, that's for sure. You're sitting way up high, way upright. Yes, really upright. But the whole truck for 5,800 pounds, almost 6,000 pounds, feels smaller and more nimble than it should. 
I will, just I will does. agree with you there. It does not feel nearly as heavy as it is. And it is surprisingly light on its feet with this motor, which is a 4-liter twin-turbo V8, 577 horsepower, mid-600s of torque. This will do 0 to 60 in 4 seconds. That's which, quicker than my Cayman. Which is is not something it should do. I'm just going to put it out there. That, a list of, that sh- it should not do that. But yet it does. What are you doing? Just downshifting a uh-huh. few on my nine-speed transmission. Yeah, nine the, speeds. The transmission's great. I mean, this is this is Mercedes doing all of its really good stuff on its oldest chassis. Bricks shouldn't be this fast. This is a supersonic brick. It absolutely is, yes. How is this possible? This is like rocket engineers at the dawn of rockets, like that far back, said, you know what? Let's not make it aerodynamic. Let's just make it a big boxy brick and still send it into space. That's what this is. You're right. This subscribes to my theory that you can make anything go fast if yes, you put you a can. big enough engine on it. Yes, you can. Your, your mobile home, your house, yes. on a foundation. This is, but you put a big enough engine in this it. This is so abrupt. It's fast. like, you remember Spider-Man 2 when Tobey Maguire's like stretched across the front of the subway? It's like that feeling yes. when you're going fast in this. It's like you're stretched out, you're too vertical, what am I doing, eyes wide? But yet it doesn't feel like a piece of junk. It doesn't feel like what you think a military truck should. You want, you think this is just like, this is just built for NATO. This is built for the militaries of the world. Well, yeah, that's where it started. But over time, the refinements that Mercedes has done for it, it is a status symbol, but I can see why. The way it drives, it it's too nimble and it's too fast and powerful and useful for what it should be. <laughs> you are hook, line, and sinker on this, my friend. But yet, I was fully prepared to not buy in. I okay. kind of wanted to not. I thought, all right, it's Mercedes, and I do like Mercedes, and I like a lot of their vehicles, and this one's old. It's been around too long. Why haven't we killed this off yet? It's like Broadway plays. Like, stop buying tickets, and they'll go away. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hate comments. <laughs> Incoming. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But this, this should have disappeared decades ago. And yet, now with these refinements, how good this truck is, this is the classic you shouldn't sell. This is the one that you will always gravitate towards. Hmm. Stylistic themes for SUVs will come and go. And yet this endures. Hey, look, a Range Rover. Mm -hmm. Still not as classic. Sure. As this. Rather be in that. Sorry, separate thing. You, okay, why would you rather be in that? Because it's ergonomically more comfortable. That is the beginning and end. I'm if I'm going to spend $150,000, the seats are brilliant. What are you talking about? The seats are great, but the body position is terrible. It reminds yeah, me of the old Evo table. table. Yes, you're sitting like this, sure. and after about 10 minutes, I realize I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to sit here anymore. Shh, I'm not uncomfortable. I, I mean, I like sitting upright. Many people buy SUVs for visibility. Yes. This is a fishbowl. Yes, true. This has all the glass, all the flat glass. Uh huh. Yeah. You can't not see out of this. You know thing. the fishbowl you bought your you bought your teenager that is just the glass box, glass yes. box. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's a box. Luxury is a box. I I love that it is. I can't believe that I like it so much, and I'm really trying to come to the reasons why. And it does come down to build quality and endurance and the classic nature of it. But it's still very capable. Sure. It's, well, it's more capable than what it will ever be used for. Yes, unfortunately. But that's not where it started. 
And therefore, I think it gets a pass because of that. Mm. It was built to beat up on... And there are... These are still in use worldwide as armored trucks or military vehicles. And they are beat on. They're used for what they were originally designed for. People building them into SEMA-style 6x6 trucks. I mean, you know. Yes. The important work. Mercedes did that. That's The important work is being done. Yeah. Uh Yeah. The important models have been made. mm -hmm. Lots of power. This... You shouldn't even buy the 550. Just buy the AMG. (laughs) Why are you You even considering... You are so gone. Why are you even considering this? As 4x4s go, it's very capable. Unfortunately, it's too nice to take off-road now. I don't think you would spend this kind of money to use any of your three differential locks. You're not spending no. 150 plus to take to Moab to beat on. I just You're not no. doing that, which means you're buying it to cruise through Starbucks and drive and commute through Beverly Hills and go, I have a new G-Wagon. That I uh. agree with. That's now become synonymous. Now, take a look at the styling. It's been slightly updated to the 1980s. Because <laughs> we were in 79 and that was old. We kind of were. we got to get to like 85. Well, okay, I'll give you 90s. <laughs> but this looks like it's straight out of the 90s, does it not? Sure, it, it definitely doesn't look like anybody made it this century. That's true. <laughs> Except for the interior. Mercedes has put their new giant screen in here, which yep. is the same shape as the windshield. Have you noticed? <laughs> hmm. Yep. Gotcha. The styling works. The new tech in the interior now works just fine. I feel like the shapes are relatable. Yes. The turbine vents are simply circles, and a rectangular shape is just classic. So new tech can actually make this thing kind of modern and relevant again, which is great. It does bring it forward. I'll give you that. I don't want to be sitting lean way back in an SUV. If I'm if I want that feeling, I'll buy a sports car. Sure. So I get why you're fully upright. You feel the roots. Some people like it, some people don't. <laughs> Splitting so right down the middle see. of the car. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm gonna drive I'll it see. now. <laughs> when you dip into the power, you'll like it better. The the power the Just engine's dip, good. Dip I hear you. It. All right. Look, grab handle. How useful is that? For my friend Paul, I submit the following. There isn't a car that has a better, more solid, well-engineered thunk to it. I will give you that. Than this thing. That is a definitive clank. It absolutely is a definitive sound. And and (laughs) we are in here, and we are now... I'm not sure what we're protected from, but we are protected, man. Yeah, man. This has that definite... The grab handles? It has a definite, safe... We're going to do something now. We're going to do something, for sure. It does feel like a Jeep. It it does feel like Mercedes bought it, built a Jeep. Mm -hmm. And up until this generation... This had the recirculating ball steering, which the Jeep still has. Yeah. And they made a big deal about the fact that this generation also had an independent front suspension. It's like, which the Jeep still has. The actual beam yes, on the front. This has a live rear axle, and it still yes, rides it does. good. It does ride very well, actually. But I'm impressed with how well this rides. Well, th- It this doesn't feel like 1980s technology, 1970s tech. I think what Mercedes has done here is kind of miraculous because they've taken a lot of things that have no business being on this truck and they've made them work on this truck. They've taken an engine. I mean, this used to have like, oh, it's got 150 horsepower. When they first introduced this thing, it had very, very little. Now 
has almost 600 and over 600 pound-feet of torque. Okay? So... It's a lot. We, do. Well, look at it this way. That'll We've do. gone six times as much power as it started with. It's like 100, 100% per decade is what we've pretty much done. So they've got a crazy amount of power. They've got a fairly modern interface. They've got these unbelievable, let's be honest, smart seats that are propping you up yeah. when things lean Feel over. It. Yeah. So Mercedes is taking all of their know-how and trying to put all of that stuff that doesn't belong on this storied ancient chassis. And I do think it's a better execution of those two completely divergent ideas than I would have ever expected. You don't think ancient, though, when you're <clears throat> in it. I, I hear you. You think classic. I do struggle with this feeling like it shouldn't exist. Most of that for me is the fact that I know what these are bought by and how they are used. That's just it. That's and, the big problem. And that really yeah. undermines yeah. what this really is. Because for what you're going to use this for, you should have bought a GLS or a GLE. For sure. They don't have this iconic you know, military look. I get that. But they are far better at everything you're actually going to use this for. So that starts to make me ask poser questions of what are we trying to, to convey? Sure. Because now, to your point from before, listen to that. Frickin'. I mean, almost 6,000 pounds SUV should not move like this thing does. Inexplicably fast and yeah. surprisingly grounded. This has a weird sensation where it has a lot of body roll tipping, but yet even in questionable weather that we've had for this, mm -hmm. I'm amazed at how good the traction is. This has a yeah. level of traction that should be just wiping the tires off the earth any time you breathe on the accelerator. Yeah. And, and you can get it to do that, for sure. <laughs> but we have had this, when we picked it up, it was night and it was a snowstorm and it was greasy. Yeah. Yeah. And this was fine. On all season tires, with an overabundance of power. Kind of crazy. What? So what's weird is it has this this very tippy sensation, as if it might fall over, but it doesn't feel like it's going to lose grip. Which is such, <laughs> in such contrast, it feels that both of those things go on at the exact same time. So I'm always surprised at the fact that this just feels grounded and doesn't feel as heavy as it is even though it does feel military to me. The level of road sure. noise alone because of these flat panels on you know flat, heavy duty metal doors it, this isn't a luxurious place to be. It still feels very raw and kind of aggressive and unkept and I guess that's what people like. The materials have made it far more upscale. They, no, they've made it nicer, but it, it's like... I, it, this feels very upscale. Okay. You, I, can, you can feel it in things that you touch. Okay. I, absolutely. I, yes, because Mercedes yes. has brought the stuff from elsewhere. But yes, absolutely. I, yeah. mm, I struggle with this existing. And I feel like it exists this long because Mercedes has realized people will pay a bunch of money for something that their margin will be huge. Yeah. It feels like Mercedes went, well, if Americans are going to keep buying it, let's put some Apple CarPlay in the it. The world will keep engine. buying this thing. But get this. This has the 9-11 problem. Because okay. people buy it for sake of posing. Yeah. For perception. Most people who own 9-11s don't take them to, to the track. That's True. where they belong. True. Don't drive the, them hard. They need to be driven hard if not tracked. Same thing here. But it's still incredibly capable. 
and it drives well, better than it should, and it doesn't feel like an antique, even though the design of the 911 is similar. It's lasted yeah. for 60 years at this point. Yeah, you're right. This also has to keep looking like the G-Wagon, like the 911 has to keep looking like this, the 911. This that's can't you, those, look that's a good rugged. There. You're right. It can't look less military and you're right. less antique than it does. So the only place left to do anything is how it drives, <laughs> the power, and the interior. Yeah. I can't believe that this survives and is this convergence of modern Mercedes and old, not even old luxury Mercedes. The Mercedes that builds semis, it's that Mercedes <laughs> yeah. from the 80s merged with modern Mercedes that can make everything with a turbo feel like a rocket ship. And it, this is the blending, the marriage of those two realities. And I am astounded by how much they've melded the two. I just don't yeah. understand its reason for being. I have to admit. It appeals because it's that saying. They don't make them like they used to. They don't build them like they used to. Actually, they do. Or they just keep making the old ones. They could do that. Yeah. They still make them. Uh-huh. And now the interior and the amount of tech and amenities rivals any SUV you can buy in the market with new tech because it's here too. Whether you want massage seats, heating and cooling, you want the best air conditioning system, you want the best sound system, you want good space, good <laughs> off-roading capability. I mean, when you buy an SUV... The list of things that you're looking for in a brand new truck, I mean, I know these are new, but the, the brand new models, this yeah. still can do. It's just a completely different shape. It doesn't appeal to everybody. I totally get that. I didn't like them before I drove it. <laughs> I didn't like these. I just thought old school, antique, military, or just a utilitarian truck. It's like a bread van or a milk wagon or... <laughs> Who cares? But when you drive it, then you start to get the classic thing. Hmm. You start to understand this is why these will never go out of style. And they will only go up in value. Because okay. people just want them. It's just a classic. I will I, I will yeah. agree to disagree. But that's okay. Fair. I, I see it. I, They're I not under, for everybody. I understand they don't have the to pieces be. you're talking about. I see the logic. I also sit here and go, I could find you but a bunch of better SUV ways to spend this money. But okay. It's a lot of money, no doubt. But I was not sold before I drove it. I, I just, know. That I had have, this opinion, you have, and I, it was fully formed, too. You have revolutionized your opinion on this vehicle in one day, and I am quite I impressed. like it. I know you I do. want one. I know. So the key to Paul's heart is doors. I'm just putting out that out the there end. right now. Doors. Yeah. Well, a lot of power. Yeah. Great You're sounding right. V8. You're right. It does do that. It has it has the two things that are catnip yeah. to you, which is a lot of power mm-hmm. and doors. <laughs> For the best. <laughs> I well, get Mercedes, it. Mercedes, you've sold another one. I get it now. You've sold I just, another one. I get it. Okay. I didn't get it before yeah. now. You you get all of it now. I get you. all of it. <laughs> I will have one of these. <laughs>